It can be said that leadership without influence is like having a carriage without a horse. You may have a nice place to sit, but you'll go nowhere fast. So what is influence? And why is it an essential trait for every utility safety and ops leader to have? David McPeak will discuss just that in this episode, as well as provide some insights into how you can improve your own influence. We'll also learn about the importance of integrity, seeking solutions, and avoiding getting trapped into a downward spiral of the blame game. So let's join David now as he reveals ways you can become a more influential leader in your organization. All right, I want to start with a very key point about this program and it's focus. The focus of this program is you. It's all about you and your leadership. And in saying that too, when we're talking about your leadership, I want to introduce the concept of two parts of leadership. Number one, positional authority which you already have based on whatever position in the org chart from your organization, personal influence, much more important for the purposes of this program and for your effectiveness as a leader. That's what we want to talk about. You've got the positional authority. So the question is, how can we grow your personal influence and understand that the more you grow your influence, especially with your team, you're, that's going to result in better team performance. Better team performance is going to result in more organizational influence. In saying that, Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Chapter One, Being Proactive. It's a great book, read it if you get a chance. But he does an excellent, excellent job of explaining what we're talking about as far as increasing your influence with his circle of influence. And he talks about a circle of concern and a circle of influence. We'll add to that a circle of control. And what we wanna talk about is make sure you're spending your time First with yourself, that's your circle of control. And where a lot of people in leadership positions fail is really understand that. The only person and the only thing you truly have control over is yourself. The more you try to control other people, the more potentially you may fail. And so if you have now some challenges as a leader, some of that may result from trying to control other people. So always seek influence Control is a last resort, meaning you can always force compliance. That's relatively easy. The harder part is to gain the influence and get more towards the we want to and we're aligned versus we have to. Think about these circles. Your circle of concern at work, for instance, and let's use safety as an example. Excellent goal, great goal, and, and, and I truly hope that you don't want anybody in your entire organization to ever get hurt. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. But all those people in your organization that really aren't on your team, Part of your circle of concern is something you care about, something you're concerned about, but you have very, very, very little control or influence over most of those people. There's people that work in different departments, different divisions, all those things. As you think about this image, think about how you can shrink your circle of concern. The way you do that is to expand your circle of influence. More influence with your team ultimately is going to result in more organizational influence. And understand this too, to your team, you are the organization. You represent the organization. A lot of studies out there, number one reason people leave organizations, quit their jobs, it's not because pay and benefits and those things factor into it for sure. The number one reason in, in quite a few surveys and studies is the, the relationship somebody has or lack of a relationship in some cases with their direct supervisor. Again, you represent the organization. 
So you've got your circle of concern. That would be your entire organization. This is where too, we can sometimes just get into petty things. Like I work in the electric department and my perception is everybody in the, the water side of the business drives a nicer truck than I do. Or I'm on the transmission side and I don't understand why everybody in the distribution side has a four wheel drive truck. Those kind of things. We don't want to spend our time in our circle of concern because there's very little you can do about it. That's not to say you ignore those other things. You for sure have a role in the organization as far as reporting and as far as providing feedback, being part of the organization, developing programs, processes, giving feedback, change management. There's a lot that goes into that and, and you have a role in that. But our focus is on you and your team and the influence you have with each member of that team, the team as a whole, and on controlling yourself. Two key points we want to talk about before we really get into the meat and potatoes of the program, so to speak, is, to, is another word really, responsibility, and along with that, accountability. One result of the circle of influence, circle of control, and all that is we start taking responsibility and accountability for our team, the results, its performance, everything that happens on that team. And we don't blame other people. We don't make excuses and we don't complain. That's not what people want from leaders. That's not what your team wants from you. That's not what your organization expects from you as part of, again, that position that they gave. So, and I love this quote, another great book, if, if you're the kind of person that likes to read, highly recommend it. Extreme Ownership, it's written by two former Navy SEALs. And I wanna read a quote from that. And it says, of the many exceptional leaders we've, we've served alongside throughout our military careers, the consistent attribute that made them great was they took absolute ownership, or extreme ownership, title of the book, not just of those things for which they were responsible, but for everything that impacted their mission. And I sometimes like to joke when I'm teaching a leadership class and it's folks from the utility industry, especially from the electrical utility industry, is I like to have somebody from engineering, somebody from fleet resources, and somebody from IT in the room. And the reason being on the construction side, that's who gets blamed for almost everything that happens. And I say that somewhat jokingly, but understand IT, finance, the hiring process, the fleet, the resources you have, tools, equipment, we could go on and on. All those things you might not be directly responsible for, but I promise you they all directly impact your mission. If there's an issue or if any of that stuff or your team or whatever is impacting your performance, then really think about the next part of this quote. These leaders cast no blame. They made no excuses. Instead of complaining about challenges and setbacks, and think about this part and what you really expect from your leaders, they developed solutions and solved problems. They leveraged assets, relationships, resources to get the job done. Their own egos took a backseat to the mission and their troops. These leaders truly led. Great quote, great setup for a lot of the things we're gonna talk about. Keep that in mind. One more example and as we think about responsibility. So you're sitting at a red light and the red light turns green. That legally, you know, you proceed through the intersection. Problem is when you do that, here comes a car from this way. And that other driver, let's make this bad too, right? So they're speeding, they're drunk, they're texting, and they're, they're, they're eating all at the same time. Whole lot of distracted, whole lot of bad things going on. They T-bone you. Now it crushes your car door in a little bit, hurts your shoulder, you gotta go have surgery, you're gonna be in the hospital for a little bit, out of work four to six months and you got all the pain and suffering that goes along with that. And start thinking too as future leadership about questions we ask. But if we're looking for somebody to blame and the question we ask is, 
Who's responsible? Who do we want to blame for that accident or that collision? I don't like the term accident. Is it's real easy for that to be the other driver. And legally, for sure, they'll probably get charged, get a ticket. If they're doing all those things I listed, they may even go to jail. Their insurance is probably going to cover your medical bills and the cost of vehicles and, and all that kind of stuff. And understand that, too. It is always easy. Always easy. Super easy. Especially when there's just a few folks involved in an incident to blame someone. What's a little bit harder is to think about and a better question to ask is not necessarily who's to blame, but what could I have done? Again, think about always start with that circle of control. Start with yourself. What could I have done differently? Could I have done anything? Then my team, then the organization. Work through those circles and really span that circle of influence. But nonetheless, if you say who could have prevented it and or what could I have done, then the question becomes, and I tell my, my son this, my young son this all the time, just because you can doesn't mean you should. So that light is yellow or red, it turns green. Before you proceed, you just stop, you look both ways, you see that car coming, you don't go, you prevented the accident. You know, from a literal standpoint, I really want you to think about this. Who do you want to count on in that situation? Because in today's world, there's a lot of distracted driving that goes on. Every other driver you encounter at every intersection you ever drive through for the rest of your life to do the right thing, or do you want to count on yourself? So that's the literal part of it. The more figurative part that we're using as an example is, as a leader, don't seek to make excuses to complain or to blame other people. Seek to understand really why incidents are happening or why behavior is occurring, how you're contributing to it, what you can do different, what your team can do different. And if there's any organizational processes and latent organizational weaknesses, other things we'll talk about, make sure that there's feedback on those. In conclusion to all that, and to really set up and get your focus, this program won't work if your focus isn't on yourself. Your leadership won't, you won't maximize your leadership potential if your focus isn't on your team. So start with you and then your team. That's your circle of control. That's your circle of influence. That's what you worry about. Thank you for joining us for this podcast, which was produced by the team at Frontline Utility Leadership and Incident Prevention Magazine. Don't miss our next podcast. Make sure you subscribe at iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. Until next time, stay safe.